Hi guys, this is the SM Podcast. I'm Hakima. I'm Hamda. I'm Leila. And um, we're with... <laughs> we're with special guests. <laughs> My name is Adnan, and I'm a first-year law student at Cardiff University. And I'm Ibi Osman. Uh, Pioneer of Cardiff. Pioneer. Pioneer of God. I'm dead. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to also say that I have also a podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah, get at it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be linked below. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so YouTube. Gonna... Yeah, you can link it on uh, SoundCloud at the bottom. I did it for Bablu. And we're at it as well. Yeah, we're at it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we're going to talk a bit on like pressures that men face. And mm-hmm. yeah, let's get started. <clears throat> Yeah. So, do you guys feel like you face any issues as, like, men? No, like, I think that the obvious issues, um, like, if you look at, like, just society as it stands today, especially, I'm just referring mainly to Western culture, so UK, US, I've experienced different kinds of pressure, and it's sort of just on the side of just, like, toxic male culture in some senses, especially high school, like, bo- like what's called boarding school boys, especially when it comes to girls. So, like, obviously, like, you know, there's this common perception that the more girls that you have, in quotes, Mm. like, you know, the bigger of a man that you are and everything. And, like, you know, it's all about your body count and it's not Mm. really much about your character. There's a lot of sexualization of women and I don't necessarily think it's boys' fault, but they're brought up in an environment that is literally just full of pornography and also in the music that you listen to a lot of the time that's charting, like it's kind of advertising that sort of lifestyle. So, I mean, the definite pressure is that it's just hard to, like, sort of find your rope and, like, just follow it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think another issue that I want to bring up is men's mental health and mm. well-being. I don't think a lot of people put attention or um, are as productive as mm. um, putting a focus on that um, as they do for women. Um, because um, obviously men have well men are pressured more to be you know the breadwinner of the household um, they are given far more um, that wasn't a fart but <laughs> <laughs> that was not fun. that was the phone. Yeah. so if it was um, on a really yeah. good point <laughs> so given um, more um, responsibilities than they would have expected because I think what I think boys are are um sorry, um Layla's telling me to be quieter than I am. <laughs> yeah. We have... don't want to be evicted from yeah. the library. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very embarrassing. Yeah. So um carrying on with what I was saying. Um, <laughs> no, well I really love your point of brain. No, carrying on with what I'm sa- what, with what I was saying is that boys um grow up too quickly and they f- and, and and they fall into the category of men far quicker than ne- me- um, women would necessarily do for example in our culture um our mother um our mothers and fathers you know would shadow us with a lot of love and appreciation due to because um for example in the muslim culture a lot of the men would look after their mothers when they get older and their fathers mm. then women would tend to so for that, I think mothers pay a lot of more gratitude to their sons and raise them very well. So when they turn 18, 20, 21, they fall into that demand where they need to be um, self-sufficient, they need to be responsible for themselves, and they need to, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fend? 
Yeah. Support themselves. Yeah. So yeah. support yeah, support, support themselves. themselves. Um in 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 a in a um century that we're we're in which is quite harsh and quite brutal to people of colour especially, you know? So I think men need the same support as women would get in terms of their mental health and their well-being and, you know, obviously looking after themselves. If they're not looking after their mind, then they're not looking after them in general, really, you know? Do you think... Um, what's it called? Oh, my God, what was my point? Do you think that there was, like... Do you think it's because the like... Say if you, I'm not saying that you do, but if you have mental health issues, do you think it's your responsibility as a man to speak out on it because there isn't enough men speaking out on it? Or do you feel like it has to be, you have to keep it to yourself as a man? I think um, <coughs> the level of um, responsibility you're referring to, because someone might be in a situation where they're quite vulnerable and fragile because their mental health and well-being is not as... as best as it could possibly be so they would more necessarily um keep it to themselves you know to not put shame on themselves or the family or the friends and be like someone needs to seek support um because they're not coping very well and then there's a there's a whole level of stigma and stereotyping that's that's on top of that you know um someone who's just trying to cope someone who's just trying to you know um cope with the demands that's going on in his personal and professional life um, and then having to obviously cope with the stigma that's behind mental health that a lot of people put on it, especially the BAME communities, and then also the stereotyping that's also around it. So, um, for example, if I was going through mental health issues, which I'm not, alhamdulillah, um, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would keep it to myself um, and then... I would carry on struggling and, you know, falling under the radar, which I think a lot of our people are. At, but at don't you think time. that's a bad pressure for men to have? Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, um, uh, you're, like, a stereo... I, I don't... I'm not 100% sure, like, pull me up if I'm wrong, but I know lots of guys who go through mental health issues and then they will not say a word of it, but it's very clear that mm-hmm. they're going through stuff. Yeah. And whenever I'm like, why can't you just say... And like you just said, they keep it to themselves. At the end of the day, that just shows like that just increases suicide rates. Yeah, or like, y- like if they spoke about it earlier, you could it could have been avoided. Say like depression or the anxiety just by getting the treatment that they should have got. Or like even just speaking out about it. Sometimes you don't even need a therapist yeah. just by speaking to a friend yeah, but or family. Society tells them that they shouldn't speak yeah. out. About yeah, it. but don't you think yeah. that should have been done instead of like say for you. Have I think I think what would happen what would happen what would need to happen is that this issue would need to be addressed on on a global platform. For example, um, FGM was mm. uh, was something that was happening for a very long time, um, and no one no one seemed no one thought it seemed to have been a problem. Um, people thought it was just you know a natural thing that happens in 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 our culture until you know it had a global attention on it and, and that's when people started acting that's when people started raising awareness and that's when people started being involved and you know started contributing um so i think what what would need to happen is that someone would someone who's someone who's confident someone who's flamboyant and someone who's able to you know have voice and have control would need to st- stand out and be like i'm going through mental health um problems um 
I wouldn't want to probably call it issues because mm. um, again you 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 stigmatizing it you know so I'm going through some problems in my personal professional life um, I'm not coping well um, and I'm seeking help and then I think w- that would then enable a lot of people to do the same thing and per- um, perception and um, of something doesn't change overnight it takes a long time mm. and it takes effort it takes um, people to be um, thinking realistically um, about what mental health is and how it can impact a lot of people because in in our culture in our, the the lifestyle and the environment we grew up to to believe and to to act in was mental health isn't something that impacts no. pe- men and it isn't no. something that men should be bothered at or no one should focus on yeah. men's mental health and well-being because men are the are the men of the household yeah. men are responsible for that family men are responsible for um, the society and the environment that, that they live in. So if the man can cope, if the man can have control um, of his family, then then what responsibilities can he have, really? Mm. Th- th- I think that's the way of thinking. That's, th- that's the way of thinking our society is currently in, and I think it needs to massively change. So why... So if you did have mental health problems, why do you feel the need to like keep it to yourself? Do you mind if I chip in? Yeah. 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 Both of you yeah. answer. Um, first of all, people will say that toxic masculinity doesn't exist. It does. It does. They need to use their heads. Like, I might be rude, but it's just, uh, it's just, it's the truth. And it's what I've gotten because I've been raised, first of all, in an African, like East African, you know, household, where you have these values that are being drilled into you ever since you're a child, right? So first of all, it just starts off with a small little stuff. When you're young or something, let's say you fall down, your dad's like, oh yeah, boys don't cry, big men don't cry. You know, all these different things that come into play. Before you know it, you get into high school, you'll see a girl cry, it's like, oh yeah, you're going to cry like a girl. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're reinforcing that. So by the time you get to high school, it's like, you have to be a macho man. Like, you have to like literally keep up these standards so people don't see any point of weakness. And I can attest to this because... um, like, I don't really cry that often, and I don't think it's such a healthy thing. Mm. Um, like, for example, you know, we'd literally, it would be an achievement if you haven't cried for, like, a year or something. Like, I haven't cried for quite a long time. But obviously, like, you know, you're, being, you're just being told, like, constantly, regardless of what it is, you can't speak out about it, and you can't show any sort of weakness. So it's so toxic, and it becomes embarrassing. Even when someone hears that you've gone to a counsellor, you just tell your parents yeah. back home. Like I know in a lot of African households, like if you say you've gone to a counselor, your parents might even just beat you. Mm. It's like, why are you going to like? Yeah. You know, why are you yeah. pretending to be weak? Are you becoming like a woman now? Yeah. You know, and it's just really ridiculous. So people just need to step back. And one healthy way, if you don't want to talk to someone, then write it down in a journal, write some poetry out, um, make some music that makes you happy, but just express that pain because if you keep it within you, it then before you know far. it, you're that's it. Like literally, that's it. No, I agree with that. But at the same time, I do think that's with everyone, not even mm. just men. Um, it's just with everyone. But, um, yeah, I do think, like, if I was to say to my mum, like, oh, I'm going through stuff, I'm going to see a counsellor about it, that would be a big, like, what you need to see a counsellor for. And I think it's because of um, the fact that your mental health and your actual physical health is seen so differently mm. in the sense of, like... 
physical if i say oh like i feel sick or my head's hurting my i hurt my elbow i'll have to go to see a doctor but then if i was to say oh um i'm mentally like i'm just not feeling well mentally see a doctor why why do you need to see a doctor for that do you know what i mean mm. it'd be that sort of mentality but i do feel like it needs to be normalized mm. in that sense yeah. and especially for men cuz if i know for sure like how many i've heard stories people have told me that amount of men who have and suffered most of them to, in suicide, and a lot mm. of results so in suicide like a lot of men who mm. keep it to themselves because of toxic masculinity or even your point just without even you acknowledging because you've never experienced mental health um, problems so you know like you don't know how deep it can get but in that sense you say oh, I'll <coughs> keep the struggle to myself you how long because it can go on for years of you feeling depressed every single day waking up going to bed waking mm. up going to bed with that emotion only and how long would it take for you to be like is this life and how quickly it can you can just end it so many people have in the sense of you can't keep it to yourself it's one of them i also have another like a little point i wanted to ask you like do you think like peers or like people around you other boys around you would it be easy to talk to your male friends like oh i'm going through this so i'm going through that would it be easy for you i think it's it? far more challenging to come out to friends about your mental health than your family would necessarily because um your friends play a part of your identity and if they see you weak then that's going to reflect on how you see yourself and that would then be traumatic to 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 your mental health and your well-being you know because for example if you were to come up to your if, for example if i give you a scenario and you came up to your friends about saying oh, i'm not coping with this then you know though not i don't think necessarily um because the, we're young we're we're inexperienced we don't have much life experiences we won't necessarily keep it to ourselves we'll just go and blab or tell someone else you know and then before you know it the whole whole community that you're you're connected to and associated in will then you know realize that you're not coping you're not struggling and then they will see see you to be someone who's different Mm. than them and treat you differently and then you start treating yourself differently and that's when the most impact to your mental health and well-being can can take place um i don't know yeah um i guess for me it just depends on which friends you're talking to because i i know in my old school thank god i had friends that i could talk to about a lot of different things but even like i feel like in high pressure environments sometimes you know people just don't have that capacity to carry your your baggage and like it doesn't even come from a point like most people when they tell me that they have mental health issues as like why didn't you tell me right they're just like oh yeah i didn't want to burden you right so we need to create safe spaces within our friendships um and just let people know that yeah it's totally fine to not be okay because like right now we're just I mean, there's so many it's, it's the world is moving too fast um, I feel like we've lost our sense of gratitude for a lot of things. So uh, the problems that are affecting us now, we, we don't actually realize that it's not that bad and it could have been worse. 
and that then deals into things like depression, anxiety, all those different things. And you think maybe actually, yeah, you know, this, um, I don't feel like I'm going to tell someone about it. I just don't want to burden them. Another thing is also like some people feel like the problems are too small. And I feel like that's actually no problem is too small. Right. Even if someone called you like, oh, yeah, you're ugly or something like in the lunch hall or something, right? We don't, like, support bullying, obviously, but, like, you know, just, like, if someone calls mm-hmm. you that, it's, like, and you're hurt by it, it's totally fine to be hurt by it, mm-hmm. right? Talk to someone about it, and, like, obviously, you have to start growing a thicker skin as you grow out into the outside world, but, like, if you don't tell someone about it, it's going to become a snowball effect. Yeah. And then before, you know, it's, like, you know, any small word will start to hurt you, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll just kind of be closed in. Yeah. Um, okay, um... Hmm. <laughs> answers so much. I think um, that answers that deserves a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys think social media and we kind of covered this, but do you think social media and society like impacts male pressures? Yes, because more yeah. social media definitely, women definitely. like yeah. um, social media is a lot about oh, yeah. women because you know yeah. how yeah. appearance and that. How does that like? Yeah. The I have a question. Yeah. Do you know how like oh, I'm just gonna bring it down to Twitter and whatnot, but like the well, males in our generation, anyways, you know how they think oh slim thick this and this and that. Does that like not influence you, but like kind of impact you. the way you view women and sexualize women? Yeah. No, I'm telling you like I've been on TikTok like just to scroll <laughs> and like I tell you like okay this is like a no offense kind of thing, but I'm telling you when when I say sex sells sex sells and what i'm about to say is like it might sound controversial but it's also the truth right so this comes from both sides when when you're putting yourself out there realize how you package yourself i'll use a guy as an example if you're a guy then you're going to start sending such shirtless pics out there right expect sexualized comments Mm. expect people to come through your comments and into your dms saying certain things the same thing applies to girls right obviously there's some people that you know like you can tell that they're trying to get certain aspects of their body in the photo like on purpose you can't mention right? it cause yeah but like you, you can't mention it yeah. it's like but you see all the sexualizing dms and all that stuff and like you know obviously those things escalate into different things but i say from that definitely there's like some sort of influencing in what we think of beauty standards as men like you if someone comes out with a pot i can't imagine someone like you know sending a shirtless pic on social oh, media no. with a pot i just don't imagine it right to the point where people actually start wearing shirts when they go swimming like no one wants to see your stomach or your dad belly or something Mm. then on the other hand right i feel like social media is just one of the easiest ways that guys get sexual gratification yeah it's really it's really sad because i like as i said on tiktok you go through like someone dancing or whatever literally like the butt is not the focus of the video they'll literally just be like they'll maybe they'll be turning like this and then maybe their butt will be in the in the corner of the film right and then someone's like oh nice cake and I'm like, like a lot of people laugh at it, yeah. but like, oh, sorry, a lot, a lot of people laugh at it and everything, but like, we don't realize the implications of that. It's like, when it's you, scary, you, you like, feel entitled to that because yeah. you're getting gratification from that. Then what happens when someone goes to a party? It's like, oh yeah, a nice cake because you've normalized yeah, it amongst me. your yeah. boys. And don't, don't be cheated. Don't be cheated. In boarding school, you don't think that these guys look at you. They look at you. They rate you. And it's, it's dehumanizing. Even in my old school, yeah. there was one story of one person, actually a group of boys who made a list before I came to the school, right? They made a list and then they were rating girls in terms of like ass size and everything. And they I thought it was like, only in the bloody movies. Yo, it's true. <laughs> Do not be cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be, that's disgusting. 
thing. Yo, you know, right, apart from the whole making lists thing, I know lots That's of girls so who mean girls. analyze. They used to do yeah. mean girls. No, but no, I, I know lots of girls who analyze. You wouldn't normalize it though. Style. No, it's not right. We're not normalizing. What no. you, that's not normal. <laughs> right in a whole, le- that's just not it's normal. Jobless. That's what it is. Yeah, that's no, jobless. You know, for people like people, boys like you, how do you guys like not get influenced by that or like be like, nah, that's how not do you stay I just away find from it disgusting. That. And like yeah. I, sometimes I get called a simp. But yeah, is it is it hard know? for you to step step up and be like to step up and be like, ah, oh, this is not okay. Yeah, or, obviously. Do you get so, yeah. like? Like, I obviously say it, but there's always pushback. That's one thing. And I think I've surrounded myself with, with quite a few friends that, um, that actually agree with me. And yeah. like, actually, you know, it's not right. And also, there's one reason why I also love my religion so much. It's oh, like, yeah. it tells us to lower our gaze. Mm. And, like, I think that's such a powerful message for me because it's sometimes, you know, you'll see someone who's looking beautiful, right? But, like, who, what, like what, what tells you that you're entitled to gain any sort of gratification, whether it's pleasing to your eye to look at them or not? I think that deserves There's another round of <laughs> It's true. So, <laughs> and like lowering your gaze, guys, I'd say... I feel like I'm going to be Layla by Katerela. It's okay, it's okay. I'd say lowering your gaze also applies on social media. If you're, if you're, if you're looking at something you're not meant to be looking at, right? Um, then scroll away. But obviously, like if you're engaging the content, engage with that content appropriately, mm-hmm. and know yourself like what you should and shouldn't be looking at. That's my opinion. Yeah. No, everyone, everyone can't clap, but we we're silently clapping. <laughs> yeah. But on like the oh sorry, did I no, Karen, Karen. I was gonna ask another question, but do you wanna answer that? Um, no, I think he answered it very well. <laughs> <laughs> so on the topic of like appearance, do you guys like? Do you think beauty standards exist? In the male community? Um, in terms of how males view females? No, how, like, inter- you're viewed as a guy. Do you think this... Because with female beauty standards, like you just said, it's all about the body, the, the colour, the lips, makeup, mm. makeup yeah. your hair. You like, that's like beauty standards in the, yeah. you know, female, like, I think, aspect. to a certain degree, men, um, yeah, have... Do, do have beauty standards... Um, they don't pay as much attention yeah, to it no, as they would necessarily mm. do, and not really out there because not many people do it. Um, no, I'm on about like the guys on say like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, like, <gasps> like for example, people, do you know like drip? I'm gonna say drip. yeah. I was just mm-hmm. about to I say that. Find, I, sorry, I don't, I, I'm gonna speak for all of us. I don't think any of us find that like attractive, <laughs> or like, like, well, like like drippy, drippy, like designer on designer on designer. No. I just look at that and I'm just like, huh. like do you know what uh, I mean? But I know a lot of girls that are down for that. Yeah, but do you guys think feel it's pressure? To boys feel pressure. Some I know some I know boys some feel pressure. Yeah, to get a designer. Men, men, yeah. Yeah. yeah, men. Some men are dressed to impress. Um, females. Um, to the females and um, you know, cater to females' needs um <laughs> necessarily. So, for example, if someone is <laughs> trying to someone actively, then they men would then a uh, um a man would then go and do his research, and find her likes and dislikes and accommodate himself um Ew, to that nasty. you know, which do I find like to be no, kind of. So do you like drip? No. no. What about um? Oh, sorry, how are you accommodating yourself to fit somebody? You're meant know, to be yourself so at the end of the day. Why are you going to know everyone's... Yeah. Do you guys feel pressure? You know, I think uh, some people do that to fulfil their needs, you know? You know? And I'll even hesitate. And, like, sorry, I'm just going to chip in, right? But, like, I would hesitate to call it a need. Because, like, yeah, there's sometimes there's that pressure. But 
the way I see it, you, it's like if you're if you're not down to like you know if you're not down to get with me or whatever, um, just on the basis that I don't wear drip, then I don't need you to get with me. If you get what I'm saying, right? Because it's like that that standard should be applied. We should not even like the whole idea of just like you whatever. If you go on dates, then cool. Like I'm gonna be best dressed and whatever. Like that person should love you with your makeup on and off, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing with drip, right? That person should love you whether you have drip or not, right? So for me, I really stopped caring about how I dress. I'm like, actually, do I think I look good today? Mm-hmm. And like, if um, I'll usually ask my sister sometimes, like, that's only what I care about. Do I look presentable? Mm-hmm. If I'm going for a business meeting, do I look presentable? I don't really feel pressured to do so, but I know some people who feel pressured, like, oh my God, you, I really want to look like this because I want to like stick out. But I mean, I don't know. People also just come with this idea that looks matter less for girls than they do for boys. That's that's what a lot of people. What do you mean, like for matter. boys, they can look like girls? Is you have to look bad. in terms of like attraction, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I people like, say yeah. that looks matter less to girls compared to like yeah. you know the other. Oh, one hundred percent. I think we talked yeah. about this the other day. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think we yeah. talked about this the other day how boys. I was going to say something horrible, but then I need to have my... So, I think, like, it's so much harder for girls. Because boys, they... I don't know how to say it, but girls, they're they're more for personality than boys. Mm. They let it slide. Yeah, they let it slide. That is so You let it slide so easy. That is true. Let it slide so easy. I found that to be true a lot of times. Yeah, I think boys are just... If she does not look like this, I don't yeah. care about personality. That's boys. I've seen that many times, yeah. even by male friends. That a mother will be like, sorry. The amount of times they'd be like, oh, um, sorry to you later. <laughs> the amount of times they'd be like, oh, yeah, she's nice. I'm like, oh, really? But she just does not look like, you know, la, la, la. And I'm like, damn, like, you're harsh. Yeah. But I don't know if it's just the boys that no, I'm friends with or if it's a general it's mentality. True. Wherever you go, it's true. I think... I feel um, we should go back to the male pressures and <laughs> is that no, yeah is that a pressure? Do you think so? Yeah. Um, I think I feel like again the content that, that we're consuming, and I'm so sorry I'm doing yeah, that. Carry on, carry on. Like this guy's, we're looking at uh, an amazing guest speaker for oh the next show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. Um, so I think the content that we're consuming is extremely toxic. I feel like pornography has never been more accessible than in any day and age. And like a lot of people think, oh yeah, it's just porn, it's whatever, right? But research shows that porn can be so addictive that it lights up the same neural pathways as cocaine, right? <gasps> That's how addictive porn is. It's because it's, it's activating your sexual drive, which is the, one of the biggest, like, you know, uh, sort of feelings that anyone can get. So especially for guys, what happens, you see someone watching porn or whatever, and like, you know, before you know it, they're like, actually, you know what? I want someone that looks like what that person looks like in the videos. Right, and then all of a sudden, it's like you see everything is being sexualized. A lot of advertisements are unnecessarily sexualized. So they're feeding into this narrative of, you know what, this is what beauty is. And like guys feel pressured subconsciously through social media, through advertisement, especially through pornography, since a lot of boys actually have access to it, to think that this is the ideal beautiful woman. Then what happens is that you marry someone right based on their looks and they're like ah damn she's a painting whatever <laughs> then like 10 years down the line it's like yo like there's no chemistry at all it's like people need to actually track back and like stop with this narrative because it's one disrespectful to women and it's also disrespectful disrespectful to you and your future because like you don't know exactly what you're getting yourself into what do you think 
Um, I agree fully with <laughs> what you're saying. Not fully, voila. It's totally right because, for example, this individual, you're going to have... You're gonna spend a long time with them. You're gonna be you're gonna be living the life. You're gonna be living their life with them, in the ups and the downs. You know, in that time, a lot of things can happen. You can have children. Um, Divorce. Images. Ima- the image the person is currently in can change. Their perception, um, in life can change. You know, and you should, you should get with someone due to their personality, due to their values, due to their beliefs, and generally who they are, you know? You know For example, I admire a lot of people who said I found my soulmate because I know this person is my best friend, you know? You know what it is, yeah? It's just... (laughs) Sorry, sorry. It's not what Ibrahim is saying. It's because, like, just your face, right? (laughs) I was just laughing. No, he has a good, serious face. No, but I was laughing because he said soulmate. No, let me say, what Ibrahim said is right. But how was that pressuring for you as a guy? Does it pressure you? At this point in in my life, it, it doesn't really pressure me, but I know the pressure is present. And it so will, do you think and it's going to ca- pressure you yeah, soon? Yeah, and, 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 and I know it's going to pressure me soon um, as <laughs> time goes on, you know, when I'm looking for the right person to settle down with, you know, start a life. Um, so um, I think um, Layla wants, wants to say something, you know, and she... What she's gonna say deep down, I know it's gonna be so beneficial. So, can I have the floor? Can I have the floor? Are you asking? I can't say. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people who are dating right now are pressured because they, they think that <laughs> the thing that the person that they're dating, they don't want to walk around with someone that doesn't look presentable to the rest of the whatever. Can I say that? I haven't got a question. Okay, Layla can say. Layla can say. Layla's gonna say. But Layla, are you changing the subject? Okay, okay. She's bringing her back. She's controlling the room. <laughs> guys, don't talk. Guys, listen, I'm saying, you guys are talking about, oh, yeah, 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 wife, wife, wife. Okay, listen. Um, do you think, you said at the beginning, you know how you said the men should be the bread, no, that it's hard, it's the pressure to be the breadwinner. Yeah. Um, do you think that you, you would be pressured when you get, like, married, inshallah, if you, um, like, it, to be the breadwinner? And would you want your wife to... Uh, we're living, yeah, we're living. We're living in a twenty-first. Yeah, we're living That's in a, a twenty-first. <laughs> okay, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Hamda, sorry, sorry. It's been a very long day. Apologies for that. Okay, I know your name. I know your name. So, okay, okay, guys, okay. we need to relax. So we're living in a twenty-first century. <laughs> okay. This, he doesn't want to. Um, I'm a very vocal, passionate person. Okay, we're not gonna get kicked this is off. Such a... Just chill. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Okay, okay, good. We answer. Okay, we're living in the 21st century, all right? Um, and living on, um, our, uh, with a family, living on one salary is not enough to reach the children's full potential and to give them limitless opportunities in the future, you know? You, we, we grew up, we, we grew up in, the, in the decade of 2000, you know, in the 2000s, where um, men and female would go to school from a young age and would carry on to do further education and potentially even get a degree if, they, if that is what they wanted to do. Um, so, for example, me as a, as, a, as a man, I wouldn't then turn around and marry a woman and then tell her to stay at home mm-hmm. and to look after the household when... It, 
equally she has the same level of education that I currently mm. m- may even have or be, or even better. Mm. Um, I don't want to marry someone with a big ego, so <laughs> we're gonna be on the we're gonna be sit on the same foot here, you yeah. know. Um, so to tell her to stay at home or to raise the kids is not it would not be something that I would even consider or even give her any thought. With two working, with two working parents, you can get, said, you can no. you can provide your kids, you can provide your kids with opportunities, um, limitless opportunities mm. because of the financial income yeah, that you're facts. bringing into the yeah, household. Yeah, yeah. You can be giving them trips abroad. You can be you can be widening their do cultural cultural understanding mm, of yeah, um, of of society, and you can be you know give them um give them financial support to in 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 the education and etc so but if she if if we if 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 five ten years down the line she wanted to stay at home and she wanted to raise the kids i'll obviously do whatever that pleases her you know because um I want I want to marry someone who's you know um, a happy wife is a happy is a happy marriage yeah happy life, <laughs> happy life. yeah that's happy a very cringy life. that's a very cringy slogan but it's very true you know <laughs> um, so keeping a happy is uh, keeping a happy and uh, and keeping a safe and healthy is the most important thing wow. because when you marry someone when you marry someone you have an obligation you have an obligation to her <laughs> and an obligation to her family no well I I agree with <laughs> Sorry. I agree with you um, yeah, so you've you've taken her away from her family to make sure that she's happy to make sure she's healthy and to make sure she's safe and to yeah. offer her the best to offer her the best opportunities in life is for her to be financially independent for her to be to be her to be in in control of her own life and to do what she wants because you never know something can happen to me someone something can happen um we can potentially um split up or for example um i can be out of the picture for whatever reason inshallah that never happens <laughs> but if it does I know that she's going to be okay because she's able to look after herself and look after her family, okay? So, um... What was the question I don't... I would... Yeah, so <laughs> going back to her question, I know I'm going off what on was a the tangent. And I do apologise. I wouldn't... Marrying a woman, I wouldn't see myself to be a breadwinner. Yeah. Um, Come on. <clears throat> am I being loud? I'm not being loud, in it. She's no, just no. being annoying right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Good um, But here's the funny thing about men. We want women to be independent so long as it suits us. Yeah. So we want a woman that's strong and, you know, is working hard. But the moment that they become a CEO or they become, like, they start earning more than the man, there's some studies that show that those couples are twice as likely, like, twice as more likely to get divorced than normal couples. Where, like, let's say the woman is earning less than the man or the same, right? So, like, most people, first of all, it just comes down to power dynamic and it comes down to, like, again, patriarchy again. Like, men feel as if they, they, they want to be like, they want the wife working and everything nowadays, but they don't want to let their ego be damaged by, let's say, a wife who is, let's say, older than them. This is why there's, again, that stigma. You don't want someone who is older than you or more mature than you. Like a lot of, I feel like there's that stigma from where I've come from. And the second thing is also, you don't want to marry a wife that's earning more than you because it'll be embarrassing when you go to your friends. I mean, that's why I feel even like when people are going to, like, on dates or whatever or on dinner, like sometimes males feel pressured to pay. <gasps> but right? you guys split the bill. Yeah, always. Yeah. You split the bill. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you think it's... Unless, I'm tre- unless I told you that I'm treating you and I do this for both men and women, right? Like, unless I say that explicitly, we're splitting the bill. Yeah. Oh, so if you asked oh the girl out, you would. Oh, sorry. If you depends if you're impressing. Depends who you are. It depends who you are. 
if I'm if I'm engaged to you, right, or if I'm like, you know, I'm just taking you out, whatever, and I'm treating you, I will pay. I will pay for it, right? I'll insist. Usually, I just try and insist. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman for me. Right? I'll mm-hmm. just insist. Maybe let me just pay, right? Then obviously, like, if they want to pay, like, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman again. I'll probably just say no. It's like let's either go Dutch or like I'll pay for us both. But like, I don't think. I feel. I mean, there's the pressure of being able to pay, but no girl has ever told me that you're going to pay. And no. if they did, I'd probably be like, "Nah, this is probably not the yeah, right friendship yeah, yeah. or relationship to be in." Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd probably. I don't know. I think it'd be a bit weird. Yeah, it'd yeah. have to be rude if you ask for someone to pay. See, that's another male pressure. Is that I would like, especially no. you know when people say on like Twitter, "Oh, should they pay the first date?" It depends. I'd feel um, weird. I'd be like, nah. I'd I probably, usually pay, I'd for myself. pay for myself. But, but even when we go, when we go to out together. But I'd prefer for him to pay. Mm. Yeah, obviously we'd all prefer. But it's, it's kind of a um, sticky one. Sticky. Well, it is a sticky it, one still, isn't it? Why is it sticky? If you're inviting someone like for food, <gasps> I'm sorry, you have to pay now. No, if I'm inviting another person, I'll pay. You know what, on, like, on your birthday, Hakima, like, oh, yeah. not, but we went to 39, I told her to come, so I'm paying for her. Mm. You know what I mean? That makes sense. You're like, why am I going, even Max. if it's just I'm not going to ask you out you and get, expect you to pay for something. You're mm. getting someone out of their house, they come, they come from their own home, and you're going to tell them, no, I hey, feel you have to pay for that. And it's, you know, even if I'm like, like we go in a line, like, like if we're in Starbucks, yeah, we I'll pay for like, that. Yeah. It's, it's a quick thing. Don't think it's like you mm-hmm. shouldn't think. I'm, people think money is like the object of the world. Like it's if you do something for someone with money, it's like. But do you know what it is? I'm not sure. May Allah reward you for your good deeds. Can I quickly no, say something? Like, yeah, he's the most sarcastic. Yeah, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's I what am. I just wanted no, to say. Uh, um, um, don't call me Hannah. <laughs> no, Hamda. Am I? Am I? No. Well, let me tell you this. Let me just say this. It be is only sarcastic towards Layla. I don't know why <laughs> you're so sarcastic towards Layla. It's so rude. No, no, no. It's so rude. But anyway, what I was about to say, uh, I Layla, feel... Layla, we grew up together, okay? Yeah. So, you know, I'm not a sarcastic person. You and Layla didn't even speak like that back well, in the did. day. Did well, you? Did. I remember Amy tries to bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me say this. Let's get back. What I was about to say is, it's a different scenario if you're friends. Or and if you're trying yeah, to chat to Yeah, like you're in a relationship yeah. because... I feel like male the male pressure is not there when you're friends. Yeah. With my male friends, I freaking pay for their food too. Like mm. many occasions, I used to pay. Like it's a vice versa thing. Yeah. I do. But if you're a baller. I'm a baller. I'm so rich. No, I'm only joking. Mashallah, mashallah. I'm joking. I'm joking. If you anyway, um, I don't want to talk about it because I'm actually broke on it. But if you're, I feel like if you're dating somebody. As a guy, there's so much more pressure than if oh, it was yeah. just your female mm-hmm. friend. Because if my male friends now were to say, oh, um, the girl that I went out on a date with paid for my meal. I'd be like, are you mad? I'd be like, that's a pressure stuff. Yeah, it's a mentality. I'd be like, what? Do you know what yeah. I mean? But if I was to pay for their food, it's not even that deep. Because mm. it's just like, oh, I know you're going to pay for yeah. it next time. It's not that yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not that deep. It just depends so on the situation. That's what I see. Like, it depends it? on the relationship. Yeah. But that's all. That's but still in the sense pressure. of like, oh, yeah. if you're asking somebody else to go out with you, you're paying. You should have the audacity to pay. Yeah. Mm. But at the mm. same time, but call me 
Olden day. I if do you're think if you're going on a date, the guy should say, I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh my God. I feel like Why? On what no, 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 such a bad mentality. I'm so sorry for this. I agree I feel okay, let me say. No, but you want to make a pit. Okay, like, sorry, sorry. How many see you? Like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But just I'll say, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be nice. Yeah, I'll be nice. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, no, I'll pay, I'll pay. No, okay, don't need to tell me twice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's well. I, I don't know. But, and then I'll be like, more like, oh, what a nice person. Do you know what I mean? If you do. I think you know But later on, I'll yeah. You need to, no. I would say, you need I to be considerate. You. you need to be considerate of her. Don't expect him. You need to be considerate of her. Um. I personally believe that if I was on a date with someone, I would suggest it that I would pay. Um, but then, and then if, she, if she's okay with that, if she's okay with that, <laughs> and then if she isn't, if she is, then I'd go happily pay, you know. But then if she wasn't, if she wasn't, I'd be like, but okay, um, I'm taking you out, but I'm taking you out for food. So um, please allow me to do this. Um, my mum. <laughs> <laughs> my mum raised my mum raised me to respect him they're gonna punch okay I just wanna thank um Thank you guys for inviting me along the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, it we was have a pleasure. We had a laugh. Carry on. Don't. Uh, Walter, and you call my name right. Right, so. How should we overcome pressures of society made by gender roles? Um, men should be vocal. Women should be vocal. Everyone should play an equal role um, in making sure that we are gender equal in society mm. and that everyone is playing an active role um, working collaboratively and cohesively to um, reach the main goal, which is men and, men and women are on the same foot um, in terms of how society um, them. But some, you know, some people in society think like a little bit of inequality. Is Lena, you like my type. my statement in there? I, I could tell. <laughs> <you. laughs> what did I just tell you? He's addicted to Lena's. <laughs> you didn't even get. You didn't even I get my point. point yeah, I um, said. Some people think that in a little bit of like gender inequality is good for society. Mm. Like what I just said. Like what I just said. The whole. Oh, Yeah, I'm gonna allow I'm gonna allow the other guest speaker, Adnan, to take the question, please. Um <laughs> yo, my word is, is, is it is and it's always has been. It's like find your North Star, whatever that is, and sit down and ask yourself what are your values, right? Yeah. And like ask yourself how do you want to be remembered? And like that should be your guiding star in life. Like for me I'm quite like I'm trying to get closer to my religion, obviously. And, like, that gives me certain guidelines. At the same time, also, my upbringing, my mom has had a really huge influence. Like, when my sisters are making, like, when there's guests and everything, and, you know, someone's saying, oh, yeah, get the tea, and they never mention my name, I go anyways. Because I'm like, no, nah, I can't. Like, in fact, <coughs> when I get married as well, I'm not going to be the kind of husband that's like, actually, yo, it's Sunday, make breakfast for me. Yo, man, I would never talk to my babe like that. Never. <laughs> never. So, like, I'd actually, like, I'd want to... Like, make breakfast with her. You know, I just want to have all these different things and, like, make sure that it's equal in the household. So it's up to you guys. You guys live your life. Whatever you want to do, you do it, right? As long as it's within its certain bounds. 
don't disrespect disrespect someone else's boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <And> also don't <laughs> do let it. someone disrespect your boundaries. Um, and like be clear when you're saying. Okay. Thank sure. you very much, guys. It's just I that think that I think I'd not deserve another round of applause. You know. Everyone cut that. Thank you guys um, so much for having me. It has been incredible. Um, we can't wrap it up. Really. No, I'm going to pass it back to you guys. You guys are here for the first time. Thank you. I just want to thank you guys for inviting us along and sharing our perspective. Yeah. Hopefully, from that, a lot of people can benefit that's listening Inshallah. in. Inshallah. Um, they're more than welcome to leave some comments um, at the bottom. <laughs> that um, <laughs> we can <laughs> DM us. DM us. Yeah, DM them the questions and. Um, um, we'll, we'll hopefully um, provide you with a response. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, you're not. A, and hopefully, and Adnan would provide you with a response. Um, I would have said my deepest apologies to Layla. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, think, I think this show has given her a little migraine and she's quite frustrated and she's quite frustrated full of anger so I'm going to pass it on to pass it the floor back to her um, to okay she's been wondering for five minutes I've guys this should not be a podcast let's just say this but if he um, this is the last time <laughs> <laughs> it was very easy he's a good speaker as well yeah. but Adnan thank you very much for coming we're hoping to see you again soon no, thank you guys so much for having like, me like, like, um, as usual you can follow me on Instagram at Pariah Nation Damn. my podcast is something yeah thank you thank you so much mm. we're talking about youth empowerment but next episode we're going to be actually next season we're going to have a theme around like Issues specifically affecting the youth today. So. And mashallah, we have three successful women who've taken uh, yes, this you. approach. Oh, we've taken this approach to create this podcast to change the to change the ways of thinking in our Somali um, society. Um, I want to give a personal shout out to Hima Hersi, um, Hamda, Farah, Farah, and Leila Ab. Thank you. Alright, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.